0: Hello, my name is Scott Bradley, and this is Scott Scott Podcast. And I'm joined by John James yet again for the returning season. Yes, indeed. So, how are we? I'm fine. How are you? Getting that later on. <laughs> Getting that later on. So let's kick off the show. Hey, I thought about the introduction of the 2017 yes, season. Yes, yes, indeed. And it's going. It's a big season ahead. I'm really excited for it. Well, I should be saying that. I'm really not anymore. Um, so yeah. Let's kick off the show by talking about uh, St. John's game. St. John's got beat 2-1 of FC Track, I. track I, So, uh, John James, what do they make of the game? Do you think St. John's are out? It's going to be no, tough for
1: them though? I, I don't think they're out. I, I, I definitely don't think they're out because I think they've shown over the last couple of seasons that, that they're capable of pulling out results against decent teams. You only need to look far, as far back as Rosenberg to see that they can do that. But it's going to be difficult because, as Tommy Wright said, they seem to be... Technically lacking because track.
0: I have those two goals. Two Saint yeah, so St, St. John's so.
1: need two goals. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not incapable. They had the chances. They they missed. From like I mean, they had two opportunities where they missed from like three yards. So there will be chances. It's just they need to take them. They need the goals. It's almost It's almost if like they're lacking a Danny Swanson. Mm, indeed. And they obviously only just got, Stefan Skugel. That's that's a very good signing from, Sheffield United. Uh, was that in
0: a three mhm
1: uh, that's what they've done the last couple every, every season that they've lost someone big they've lost that's lost, what Tommy
0: Wright is really good at though they lost
1: Will yeah. they replaced him with uh, Danny Swanson they've lost Danny Swanson so now they're well obviously we can't judge him after one game but they're obviously looking to replace him with Stefan a younger player probably have a decent impact. I I wouldn't
0: have been unhappy if he'd ended up at Aberdeen, so... That's the thing I find really intriguing. How would Tommy Wright work with a bigger budget? That'll be... I'd be very keen to see how that would
1: The only only issue that he obviously has now is he's not going to get a bigger budget unless St. George can do something in Europe, so... That's true. I think they're guaranteed... They're guaranteed just over 200,000 if they go out in the first round, or 200,000 euros. So, I don't know how much that would equate in pounds, but... St. George's indeed. They need to go through. They they need to not lose against this Lithuanian side. Yeah. But they did, I think they did surprise. The, the Lithuanian side did look a lot better. From what I've seen, I didn't.
0: Obviously, it was difficult to get a stream for that match. But. Yeah, you've seen that. Like, obviously, we watched highlights. I was really surprised, though, when I was coming back from the Rangers game last week and I checked my phone and I seen the result and I'm like, oh, it's going to be. It's, it's not impossible as I said yep. but it's going to be it's going to be difficult as give that lift I'll give uh, uh, try uh, how do you pronounce it they're, they're due they did
1: do well against the St Johnson side who are usually difficult to play against especially at home but that second goal they got was a ridiculously good finish mm-hmm. uh, but first goal the defending's preventable and then obviously St Johnson just get the equaliser and then go on and get that absolute worldy but they should have had enough in the time not to lose that game Uh, obviously they'll be disappointed but I think Tommy I've said said this at the time I thought Tommy Wright was making excuses when he said at the end that St Johnson that every team in the competition were technically better than St Johnson I think that's excuses I agree I agree Uh, I think that's very much an excuse because I don't know if he's trying to insinuate that just this team but he did definitely say that every team in the competition were better were technically better than St Johnson that's that's untrue are you trying to tell me a, a team from Gibraltar, a team from Estonia. <laughs> or te- better than St Johnson? Technically but I don't think he's saying te- well technically
0: uh, technically better. No. I don't know what to saying to
1: that one. What he's basically saying is that they move the ball better than St Johnson. It's like St. Johnson on a professional side. Whether we whether obviously I've made comment before that St Johnson's style of football can be brutal, but they're not technically worse than this team that they just played. No. Even though I have heard that the uh, the this this team's captain, he's apparently a he's apparently really young he's apparently really young and he's a highly tipped prospect from oh, I can't remember what country he's from but he's a highly tipped prospect I think he's the one that actually scored the the winner but St George's should have had enough not to lose that game yeah. and obviously now we've got it all to play for tomorrow night in Lithuania which isn't going to be easy but yeah I think that'll be a bad week
0: for Scottish football sure. if two teams go out of Europe in the first uh, round of so the European qualifiers Scottish
1: taken a hit in the last week the, last, the Scottish volume have taking a pound in the last couple the last week especially in Europe But
0: we were speaking about of off pod right see if Scottish teams continue to perform like really badly in Europe mm-hmm. there's a good chance the Champions League spot could get taken away I think, I, I, think I, I do agree we could lose the Champions League spot but I think that might
1: ultimately come down to how Celtic do in the Champions League I think mean, if Celtic done horrifically and they went out to they're now officially playing Linfield if they went out and lost to Linfield Then we may be looking at hold on we might not actually get our Champions League spot but I don't think we're anyone near that just yet because I think we're still there's still random nations that are getting two Champions League spots.
0: uh, Celtic and Linfield would be an interesting game, obviously. I don't think due to the history, it'll be interesting. Shall we say?
1: Interesting off the park, but.
0: Yeah, I'll be. It's a, I don't know if this is actually true, but are any Celtic fans going over for over think, the game for
1: Linfield? Um, I don't think they are. No, I think they're. I don't are like th- Celtic bought tickets. No, I think their Celtic fans are going over, but they're they're not officially getting an away end. So I think that's going to cause more trouble because I think Celtic fans are going to get tickets for the home end, and I Do think that's
0: just going to cause more trouble. Do you know originally that game was meant to be played on the twelfth of July? Ah, I knew that of course I, I, that could not have went ahead whatsoever I've said, I've, said, I've said this before imagine being the person
1: that had to phone up the UEFA and be like oh I'm sorry we can't play this game on this day because of something that
0: happened in whatever <laughs> I <year."> know <laughs> yeah that's that would have been quite intriguing to see if, well, that going, if that went ahead if that 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 game took place in 12
1: yeah, but obviously going back to St. Johnson St. Yes. Johnson are going to need they're going to need a very deep,
0: big performance in Lithuania and that's that's just to get out of the first round. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite tough for Scottish teams as well, though. Like that need to play, like need to play this, like in July, and for a, a competitive game in the League qualifiers, mm. it's tough. Cause Rangers and Saint Johnson both didn't get a proper pre season. See the, and you know, that was quite obviously evident when I, you're watching for, the games. I, I'm a, I'm am an advocate of summer football. I think summer football would work,
1: especially in Scotland. I think the climate would work. <laughs> Who doesn't want to go to a game in Scotland when it's sunny or? When it's not freezing cold and you have to, your your games are getting postponed. If we started, say, our season in March, even March, right? If we started in March or April or May or any of those times, our teams are going to be more prepared for the Europa League and the Champions League fixtures. They're going to be into the season and they're going to be playing other teams. But then on the other hand, the other hand, there's only two. I think there's only. I don't think I I I, I think there is. It is a fact that there is no. There is no European side that is ahead of Scotland in the coefficient, who's have summer football, so, does that mean that summer football is the way forward for Scottish football, or does it just mean our teams need to be more prepared for? I'm happy
0: to introduce the like the new league cup for uh, league cup format oh, with that, the group that. stages. That was good at first. I was against it, but now I, I do like it, and I think it's beneficial to the teams in Scotland as well. Like, I like the fact that also the league cup final takes place in November and not like March. I like that's a good thing as well. Yeah, because there's no point in winning a, a semi final in
1: November and then not playing your. Yeah, that your was. Final until yeah, that was always strange. So it was.
0: But yeah, so St. Johnson and Rangers only had like two weeks off. I'm sure it was only like two weeks off. That's that's not long enough, it's, in it's, my opinion. Well, see,
1: uh, the, the argument that you could make is that's not enough time to get enough signings, but Rangers got like
0: five in the door. Yeah, but like that. But I mean, like, that's not enough time for players to really recuperate yeah. and be refreshed and get like their batteries recharged. But then, that's like on a lot on time. F- another
1: hand to that, though, you should say well, you could make the point that then they should still be up to speed because they're not they've not really had a, an a holiday so to speak. So there should still be in some shape that they're able to go out and beat a. Uh, I'll lift you, I'll lift, for in St. John's case, I'll lift you in inside, or in Rangers' case, aside from Luxembourg. I, I think there's excuses. There's exu- I, I think it tends to come around a lot at this point in the season because of the qualifiers that people make excuses if we don't win. But if we win, it's fine. If we
0: win, it's fine. But if we don't, then the excuses start to pile up. Because that was a screamer result last year when Hearts lost to that team uh, from Gibraltar. That was... That I, I was unbelievable, so it was. Eh, obviously, see,
1: that... The, we've had a few, there's, over the late years, there's been a few scares. Obviously, uh, I've seen Aberdeen in the early rounds of the European League. Hearts last season, they went out to Bur- uh, Burkhakara, I think it was. was that,
0: that was in the second round, yeah? Uh,
1: no, that was in the first round. The first round? They went out to Burkhakara, and at the same time they were playing Burkhakara, we were playing Fola Esk from Luxembourg. Because um, if I'm right, I believe went out in the third round. Yeah, we went out in the third round. The third round, we, yeah. We made it through two rounds. We, we played another Luxembourg side, Fola Esk. Uh, and we beat them. We beat them. We we got through, and Hearts obviously went out. And then Aberdeen played. I think I believe it was a what Latvian side. Ventsbolis. H-
0: See, to be fair to Hibs, though. Um, they went out in the second round, and they I think they went out on extra time. They went out on extra they, time. I'm
1: sure they went out in away goals. They they lost. What was I, the score first they, like, They, they drew. I think was they, it not? Uh, did they not? Did they not lose two one? Did they not lose two one in at Easter Road? Because I'm pretty sure they won one 0 they won 1-0 in I'm sure it
0: went in extra time yeah it did they won 1-0 in Bron uh, 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 no
1: they went out in penalties oh
0: penalties yeah. I, I'm, I remember that I think John McGinn missed yeah, a penalty they,
1: they, they lost 1-0 in Scotland One 1-0 in Sweden and that's Broncos it's a decent side and then they went out in penalties I wouldn't say there's great shame in Hibs going out but see when you look, see when you look at the size that Scottish teams have went out to over the years
0: yeah it's, it's, quite, it's quite damning it's up, to say it, the least
1: it's up there well, like you've got sides like Falkirk when they made it into the first round Falkirk played Vidus. At the time, we're in I played in the Liechtenstein League, and they went out two one. They they won uh, they, they won in Scotland and then they lost in. thing two one. When did ju-
0: when did uh, Scotland's uh, automatic Champions League uh, place get taken away? I think that was two thousand and ten. It would have been. Uh, was it this? Um, was it not the season after Rangers? It was. The Countess. Uh, I'm not too sure. Um, no, I, I remember I am don't quote me on this but I remember seeing the 2009-2010 season I think Rangers actually automatically qualified for the Champions League and Rangers done abysmal we had quite a favourable group to get out of and Rangers finished rock bottom it was I horrendous it was the
1: season the season after Rangers got to the UEFA Cup final they played Kaunas in the Champions League qualifier yeah. the next year and got put out yeah I don't know when that Champions League the second Champions the, League
0: the, I, I think ahead. the last year where the second Champions League spot was there for Scotland was the two thousand nine two thousand ten season where Celtic played Arsenal in the playoff, right. and they got knocked out. And then I think UEFA took it away, and then the second spot I just became I the Europa that, League. That we don't deserve the second Champions League spot. We don't, and not, in, it, not until our teams it, actually start progressing. On the other hand, though, do we
1: really like see if you look at some of the nations that are getting to start at a later stage than us? Like, do we really deserve that if you finish second in the Premier League? Or the Scottish Premier League. Sorry that uh, that you say like I, I wouldn't finish second three years in a row, and we've started in the first round every year apart from this year. Obviously, where we got there because Man United won the Europa League. Is it fair that even if you finish second, you should start in the first round? I don't. I don't think that's fair. You should
0: start in the second round at least. I, I just keep my head. there. did Mullerwell not play the Champions yeah. League? Yeah, no. that was two thousand and twelve. And I, I I'm sure it was. Was, it not, was that not 2010-11? Because
1: Craig Brown was Craig. Brown no, no.
0: Stephen Mullerwell because uh, no, like, remember we, Rangers went into administration that then was, uh, Mullerwell got a, a, awarded Craig, to our Champions League spot. Craig
1: Brown was in charge because Craig Brown then left Malawi to go to Alorim that was that would have been
0: the two, I think it might have been the 2009-10 no, no no see remember when uh, Mullerwell uh, in 2012 when we went into administration Malawi were playing the Champions League qualifiers remember mm-hmm. yeah and so I think it was after that season it got took away it might may, may have been yeah it was, it was I remember they played was it, they
1: played uh, they played oh what's their name Lille I'm pretty sure it was they played Lille I
0: can't I remember
1: um, they played a French team I know that it was a decent French team they got they didn't They didn't get
0: an easy draw you know, sorry listeners On no, it was quite Nan- bad it was here it Nancy
1: I think they got was it not Nancy Lorraine
0: they played oh my god everyone's going to be thinking <laughs> we're absolutely clueless here <laughs> I can't remember was it not it's not I, don't, I don't claim to be knowledgeable when it comes to the European qualifier yeah, but I do remember Muller put a Champions League qualifier in 2012 and they obviously did not get through mm. but so the last team to actually qualify to, for the group stage of a European competition in Scotland outside of the old form was Aberdeen am yeah. I yeah. right? Yeah. and uh, Aberdeen actually made the uh, well, last fight too Yeah, and Aberdeen drew the Bayern Munich yep. at home and what was the score on the, uh, uh, in five Germany? 5-1 <laughs> in Munich <laughs> how many games did Aberdeen actually win in that group?
1: One, <laughs> one. Because that was in the old uh, UEFA Cup, the old UEFA Cup uh, setup, where we actually had five teams in our group, yeah. and it was the top three that went through. So I think our group was Atlético Madrid, Panathinaikos, Aberdeen, Lokomotiv Moscow. Believe that
0: in Copenhagen. Yeah, we see because we beat Copenhagen four 0 and that's what that was our only one in the group. I don't know why we. I don't know why. Sorry, the UEFA actually changed the name. I like the UEFA Cup name. It's better now. It's Europa League. It was for re- rebranding money purposes. But yeah, like also one thing I didn't understand ages ago. Like, see the team that won UEFA Cup or the Europa League, you didn't, uh, You didn't actually, automatically qualify, for the Champions Until League, now. all you would, uh, yeah exactly, all you would get was, oh you're in Europa League, for next season, <laughs> but I'm happy, they've actually changed that now, like where, the team that wins the Europa League, will be in the Champions League, for next season, uh, like that was a long time coming, I don't know why, that what, that rule was not, already in place, but I'm happy it is now, but, we're, we're talking about finals, but St. Johnson are still, battling through, the yeah end I know, the we just kind of go we kind of go off, yeah, go yeah,
1: off yeah. topic, I've realised that I think they're going to have a big task. Tomorrow Tomorrow night, St Johnson need to
0: reclaim a bit of pride for Scotland and get get a win. Yeah, I think that's a good segue. That's a good segue. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start with this. I thought I'd seen it all Rangers. I, I really thought I'd seen it all. Turns out, and <laughs> I haven't. I was uh, in the pub last night, pet a tenant's watching the game. It was a pretty rubbish game. It was nil-nil at this point. Uh, I was like, "Ah, it's alright But well, we'll secure it. I think everybody was thinking that. yeah. Then, they score. Uh, progress score. And I'm like, okay, Monrangers, up the ante, up the game, up the tempo. And I'm like, okay. Uh, okay. And I was like, we're pushing the ball, we're getting forward. And then I was like, alright, yeah, we'll get a goal. Then, Progress, score another goal. Then panic stations, happen. Uh, it's, it's anarchy in the pub everyone's going mental (laughs) I'm watching the game and I'm like the banter years are not over (laughs) and I'm like oh here we go and then the full time whistle goes and the pub everyone in the pub just leaves and droves I was I think disgusted is an understatement that was the worst result in Rangers history you've been Mm -hmm. saying the worst result for quite a long time I know I I, I sound like a broken record I really do, like well, I've seen. I, I thought as, I'd seen it as all. As, I really, I thought I'd seen it all. As has been pointed out, Pedro Casinha was a very suspect appointment. It was very bizarre. I have said I, in the pod as well. I would not. Have, I would not have appointed him. It was very odd, and I was. I said before, the, like in the tail end towards the end of the season, I was like, right, well, give him a chance. See how he does. And right now, Pedro Casinha is on borrowed time.
1: I'm. I'm not going to say that he's. Close to being sacked
0: right now because he's not
1: because he's gonna get. I can't, the start of the season obviously if it's a poor start he'll
0: be gone. I'm expecting sixteen points from the first uh, sixteen points from the first six games. As, I think I think you've been very no, very it, optimistic. That, well, Pedro has put himself in this mm. mess. He has he has he, put he
1: him, has ha, he has put himself in that situation. But if you roll, look at the games that got to be played, Rangers are playing the two the two Edinburgh clubs, which obviously Hearts are improving. Hibs, Hibs at home. Hibs already uh, That's easily first, horrible,
0: That's the first home game, so if Hibs, if Hibs spoil that first home game, then... The pressure's on Cassina, it is. Uh, but back to the game, though, it was honestly such a horrendous, spineless performance. I'm, I was lost and for
1: words. It a team that included a lot of new signings.
0: Yeah, I, I, my phone blew up last night with all these messages after the game, and my pals at like Celtic fans were slagging me, and I'm... I didn't know what to say, I was like, I can't even get annoyed with them, because it was just, I, it was, honestly, I was lost in it was utterly embarrassing. I, see, right, I can understand this point, well, right, see the, the, the new signs we've got in, right, okay, and some of them are foreigners, they don't speak English, it's a bit of lack of communication, the players haven't played with each other all that much, so, of course, not going to be a, the chemistry's not going to be great. But that's no excuse. We sh- All we needed last night, if we scored first last night, that's it. I think we were fine and that would have been us in the next round. We couldn't even get a goal against this team. The fourth best team in Luxembourg. This, this we couldn't even get a goal. And yeah, we should have scored but we didn't. We did not even this score. This is the
1: same side that haven't ever won a European game. Yes. I haven't,
0: I haven't, had, only scored I one, had only scored one European goal. And I don't understand the tactics of to senior. Um our tempo was so slow. The tempo was. I don't understand is that. It. Four three three. It was. It was. It was, it was really kept dropping and changing. I think it was a four two three one. It was. What, what I don't.
1: What I don't understand is Pedro Caixinha when he came. He first came in. He was talking about all these changes he's gonna make. It he he was a good game. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but when he first came in, he changed. I'm pretty sure it was his first. His, whoever his first game was against. Did he not actually change the four two three one and Rangers were Rangers fans were he's, like, he's Rangers a- fans were happy because they normally played a four three three. But now the four two three one. Seems to have become the new four three three for Rangers because nothing's
0: happening. Yeah, rumor has it though Kenny Miller has actually been training and uh, to be <coughs> play the role of a, of a, of a attacking mid. Hmm. Miller's not attacking mid. Miller is a striker. I don't seen, know. I don't know what uh, Casini's thinking there. And going uh, back to the game with Dalcio Dalziel right last week I watched them, and I was like, well he's we keeping Rangers now, uh, well we stats are not great by any means. they're. they're horrendous to say the least uh, last week I was watching I was like well may- maybe I'm um, coming to Rangers might give him a boost Cassini might be able to bring out the best in him last night oh my god I was watching that and he, uh, he's <laughs> terrible he is awful oh, I've, I've always seen what, I don't I, I really can't understand Cassini's thinking of bringing in Dalso uh, what does he see in this guy you, like, you were saying as well he's simply not good enough especially when
1: you're letting go of Barney McKay who's going to nottingham Forest for you as I, as, I, as I said to you and I think we'd said it on the podcast that Barry McKay is a player that would do a job for any team in Scotland, but the boy is obviously just talented. Just yeah, isn't working at Rangers.
0: Yeah, is it is a lack of competence with why, McKay as
1: well? Why is this player that he's, he's clearly got talent, but why is this player leaving Rangers for five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I know the add-ons takes up to one point five, if but that's obviously dependent on him if he actually
0: achieves. Yeah, see but. the thing. Uh, Rumour has it as well with Pedro Casinha Pedro Casinha apparently is not a big fan of Barry McKay's attitude. Mm-hmm. And well, I think then, then the case we made. Why is he playing
1: players like uh, Wycon? I know Wycon. Wycon's apparently got. A, I, I know people have said he tries, but I've I've heard from Rangers fans before saying Wycon doesn't
0: have the best attitudes as well. But he's still seeming to get in that team. Wycon. I'm a big defender of Wycon. I get a lot of criticism for that. I think Wycon is just. Lacking confidence right now. I, ju- I know I just said it with Mackay, but it's blatantly obvious why Con's lacking confidence, especially in front of goal. Because the guy I know, why Con can actually finish? The stats back that up. Just this season is like, well, towards the end of the season, it's been a lack of confidence in front of goal. The guy has got talent. He just needs, I think, his senior needs to put an arm around him and try and bring out the best in him. Yeah, but Mackay, said, I've said i said it many times uh, on the podcast, Mackay's got talent. He's just he was far too inconsistent this season, and five hundred five hundred k. Uh, that's far. We should have I mean, got. We should have got more money. Rangers should have got more money than five hundred k. And if I'm being honest, Jason Cummings as well going to mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest. I Think one point. How much was it? Well, was it see, one point two
1: million was it? There was a there's a rumor going about that it's not. Apparently, the fee didn't even go to a million, but in add-ons, it takes it up obviously but the rumour the rumor has it that Hibbs didn't even get a million up front that i have got actually less up front they've got about
0: 900,000 see for the amount of money that Cummings and Mackay went for that's not good for Scottish football
1: if, if you had signed this is, what, this is what's confusing right obviously me being an Aberdeen fan I've been very, <laughs> I've obviously been retweeting stuff on Twitter that says stuff like Derek McInnes has turned down and moved to England Sean Maloney seemingly is moving up to Aberdeen from England that's two shot in arms for Scottish football because that's, that's an international coming up to Scotland. That's McKinnis saying no, a big a big championship club. But then Cummings and Maddie McKay both go down south. For two very talented players. Yeah. Two young Scottish boys going down south for pennies. And then you have on top of that, we've just lost, I know he's not Scottish, but we've just lost the top goal score, goal score in the league to Burton. Like yeah. Liam Boyce has just went to Burton Albion for like, pretty sure he's actually went for... Uh, seemingly add-ons take up to half a million but he's apparently left for 300,000 up front and is it like, that? How would it take that, that Rangers boy, I said that? That boy outscored Sinclair eh, Dembele mm-hmm. I, know, I know Rangers didn't have a good season but they're still names he's outscored Dembele, Sinclair Miller mm-hmm. Adam Rooney all of these players that regularly Louie Mo, all of these players that were in double, were, uh, were pushing for the, uh, the upper levels yeah. of the goal scoring charts and he's outscored them all and he's just went to the Burton Albion. We have Jason Cummins who's been lighting up at Hibs for the last two or three years. Just went to Nottingham Forest for, it's not pennies but it's not a fee that you should be getting for Jason Cummins. They apparently rejected 1.6 for him last season. Yeah,
0: and now they're selling him for a lesser amount. Fair enough he's going to a
1: bigger club but why is a bigger club paying less than what Peterborough? Was it Peterborough? Mm-hmm. Why is a bigger club paying less for him than what uh, they were? And now we have Barry McKay who's, just, who's going to link up with Warburton for less money as well yeah I I just don't I don't understand after the boost that you had in Scottish football of Aberdeen seemingly getting two people rejecting down south to come up which was great but then you have two other players
0: just going down for nothing Mm -hmm. see going back to the game though um, even last week when I was watching it Nico Cranshaw stood out last week I was impressed with Cranshaw the guy is obviously experienced player he's got talent we just need to keep Cranshaw fit He's he, Cranshaw's like decision making, his passing, his vision, uh, was off the charts. I was really impressed with Cranshaw last week, and it's just a shame he's got, like, he's not got really great players around him to work with. And last week, John Rossiter stood out as well. He came, it wasn't on not he, he came on uh, towards the end of the game, but he really stood out. Was stood out? He was impressed, barking orders at players, and just if Rossiter stays fit, and then if John Rosser, Rossiter becomes a good player for us. I can potentially see him becoming a, fu- a f- uh, future Rangers captain, honestly. just and, and as well, it's a, a little thing as well. Ryan, I uh, was a shy for progress last week. And Ryan Jack kind of switched off. Lost his man at John Rossler Barking orders at him. Rosser that's what I like. Leadership and Ross, that's what we're missing in midfield that ball winning midfielder that battling midfielder and Rossiter and, and leadership that's and someone to like, instruct the players about and you know even Which, for, for you know, Rossiter last week was even telling Lee Wallace what to do and, and I loved that I, I, Rossiter for, is I'm a big fan I do just, like him just for the record I told, I told everyone
1: who would listen that I would not be Ryan Jack and <laughs> no one believed me <laughs> like,
0: I got hit with the or he was a captain Maybe but I said that this is my bit point bit. about Ryan Jack though as well. Ryan Jack, of course, like he's maybe he doesn't know his teammates all that well. He's maybe a wee bit nervous. He's a wee a bit a, he's a wee bit hesitant to like bark orders around. If but, but, captain, but if he gets more comfortable, com- if he get, if after after he plays a few more games and gets more comfortable with the players and finds his confidence like to really pick up his game, then I think he'll be more vocal. I wouldn't be surprised if I honestly would not be surprised if
1: before the start of the season. Rangers have a new
0: captain. And I think it might be Bruno Alves. I like Lee Wallace. Yeah, I do. I think he's a, a talented player. Rangers captain. Uh, no. no. Uh, he, he deserved player. it at the time. Absolutely deserved it. But he's just too quiet. He's, he's just there, too quiet. He
1: can, and, he can be a good captain when Rangers are winning and everything's going fine. But see when there's a problem and you need someone that's going to step up. That's not Lee Wallace. Look, Lee Wallace is not going to... He's not going to inspire. As I, I, As I said, I'm biased because... I hate I hate captains being anywhere but in the middle of the park. I mean, if your if your captain's either got to be a centre back or a centre mid, I mean that's where your captain should be. And I think Rangers have that option with Bruno Alves. They're so, all leaders on that team. Obviously, you you're, uh, you're talking about Jordan Ross, but I think Jordan Ross was a bit young. No, no,
0: not just now. I mean, I not, know, in, I know, in the future.
1: No, but yeah. I, what I'm what I'm saying is that I think Alves probably should be the captain because I don't think Wallace is a good captain, and. Possibly, I don't know if you want to take the risk of being making Jordan Ross or vice captain to Bruno Welbeck right
0: now. Because uh, that's the thing that you just really stood out uh, with Rossiter last week. He was just barking orders that everyone who switched on. The, the guy obviously wants to do well, and he came like he came from Liverpool and he came uh, up through the Liverpool academy, so he's expecting high standards from himself and the teammates around him and he's like you see and we've got as you said we've got leaders we've got captains potential captains in that team we've got Kenny Miller Bruno Br- 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 uh, If R- Ryan think that will be a bit I, I, think don't, that, I, don't think I don't think the armband would be no. suited for, for him um, but we have we've got leaders there and Wallace lovely Wallace to bits not Rangers captain no but he deserved at the time it made sense because he stopped with us and there was Lee McCulloch he was not a great captain everyone was crying out for Wallace to get the armband Time deserved it, but no, he shouldn't be the captain. And with the game last night as well, it was just... I mean, Kenny Miller, I feel sorry for him. I, I feel... It's the same, Lee Wallace as well, he's been through it all. Realistic, he's been through
1: it all. <laughs> realistically, how many more seasons has Kenny Miller got left in him? This... I'm not saying he's going say to retire... We've
0: been saying that ever I know, since I'm, he came I'm not, back. <laughs> I'm not
1: saying he's going to retire next season or whatever, but realistically, he's he's not got a lot of shots left at Europe. He's not, the Rangers aren't going to win a European trophy or anything while he's there, but... Rangers might make a decent could have at least made a decent run in Europe and Kenny Miller gets to play a few games in Europe before he retires. Realistically, Rangers being put out this early hampers how many games
0: he's going to have left in Europe. Someone said to me that that could possibly be the worst result in Scottish football history, and I wouldn't disagree. I would I, not disagree.
1: I I went actually I read an article on this that was going through the like the, a list of poor Scottish football results in Europe, and obviously the list included. Uh, Rangers against Cowness, uh, Celtic against uh, Arcmedia, Bratislava when they got beat 5-0, uh, Celtic against uh, Lincoln Redemps, alwardine against Sigma Olamouge when they got beat, when we got beat 7-1 and I'll Hearts last year. Hearts, last year wasn't on that, which I thought was extremely surprising. Hibs uh, against Malmo. When oh, they I with, remember that one. Yeah, I remember Malmo have
0: actually done over, uh, they've done over quite a few I Scottish would, teams, Rangers, I'm sure they've done over Celtic and uh, yeah. obviously Hibs. But there's a few teams that have done that. I
1: I wonder how many European sides can claim that they beat f- uh, four Scottish sides. Can you name the Can you name the European side that's beat four Scottish sides? Uh, no, I cannot. Maribor. Maribor. Maribor put out Celtic, Rangers, Hibs, and Aberdeen. That like So they. I wouldn't say Maribor's <laughs> embarrassing though, because Maribor's are, are quite. They've got a Champions League pedigree. But on, on that list, obviously, I wouldn't say Hibs were the most embarrassing because Malmo were a decent side. Malmo went on to be a Champions League side. Uh, but Rangers against Progress, no, it was probably the only legitimate... Uh, Other than Lincoln Redimps, I think. I think Lincoln Redimps is different because Celtic went on to go through. Celtic, yeah. Celtic went, done done the business in the next leg, they got it done. Rangers, the thing that makes them most point I think, for Rangers fans and Scottish football, because Scottish football fans obviously don't want to see that. But...
0: Rangers were one up. I know, that was... <laughs> I, I was just about to say that. Rangers that was got overturned. honestly... Like, honestly, like, at just the end of the game, loss for words. I didn't... I didn't know what to Rangers, say. Rangers, I really didn't.
1: Rangers got overturned and that's that, is, that shouldn't happen. Uh, and what I, what I said to you as well, Rangers seemed to have the mentality of... The fans had the mentality as well that, oh, Progress won't score. They won't score. So see, when they did score, it was like, oh... The players, the, the look on the players, they look at, wait, obviously I've just seen pictures, I couldn't, I didn't watch the game, but the look on the players' faces were well, like, we've conceded here, how do we, and then the second goal goes in, and you just, I think, there was the no players one, didn't know what to do. The, I think, I think it was, uh, I think it was off camera, I think it might have been Jordan Rossiter, see so if you go back and watch the, the progress, progress his first goal, I think uh, Rossiter's just on the edge of the box. And you see him throwing his, he's thrown his hands up in the air when you see that first goal going in. I'm like, that sums up what the mentality of the Rangers players was going into that game because they were like, "Progress aren't going to score." And then when they did score, it's kind of like, "Oh yeah. no!"
0: And uh, that's it. Uh, I was just watching Coutinho as well, just standing there, and he just didn't, he didn't, he didn't know what to do. It looked like he didn't have a clue what he was doing. I just oh, I'm on it I'm really Casinha's on borrowed time and he's it's, it's infuriating me right now and I've seen uh, some photos after the game I think Casinha uh, was speaking to the fans mm. and then uh, obviously the fans were livid and the fans were surrounding the bus yeah. and it was a young the uh, youth goalkeeper Liam Kelly uh, put out a stupid snapchat <laughs> of what was the, the thing that he said it was like uh, just gonna stop hammering the bus yeah. or let yeah. us go home and he got a lot of stick on Twitter for that and if I'm being honest, I'm surprised that guy's still at Rangers. <laughs> I'm really surprised he's still on the books. I've seen him a few times, he's, he's, no, he's no good enough. He won't make it at Rangers, so I think that's quite evident. He's Ford choice goalkeeper, for God's sake. Ford choice goalkeeper. Um, that was a pretty daft thing to do.
1: So, it's looking like for the next four weeks, if, if didn't stay in Europe, if Alwadine St Johnson stay in Europe, in Celtic obviously, then if if they
0: all go out, what's there's no podcast or another, another podcast, another four weeks. Yeah, it's just like I, didn't, I think uh, I just can't believe last night. <laughs> I, I,
1: I could not believe it. That everyone, everyone thought, including myself. Everyone thought we'd be
0: going into we'd be going into at least mid July with. We we're expecting to be doing a. Well, we'll still do it if Aberdeen progress like a uh, Scott score uh, from Magaliff. <laughs> There'll be Scottish goals from Maguire. Uh, I think, look,
1: realistically, everyone thought that we'd have at least three, well, four if you count out from the Champions League. That we'd have at least four Scottish clubs still competing in Europe come mid July, and realistically, we might only have two. Yeah. Even in mid July, because, well, Saint Johnstone could still be there, but we could. But I think Rangers, Rangers have let eh, Rangers have let themselves
0: down, and they've let they've let Scottish football down. Oh, one hundred percent! I've. Just so disgusted <laughs> it was. Uh, I would love to know what Cassini said to him after the game. I watched his post match interview. I watched Call it out,
1: a the result is not good enough.
0: I seen Cassini was saying it was like a once in a lifetime thing, and I, I, I honestly I watched about I think thirty odd seconds of his post match interview. I just turned it off. Guy was just talking. I Dross, and I'm not saying Casini out right now, but. Um, he, yeah. needs to, he needs to start the season if off really well poorly. if we start poorly I, I would not be surprised if Cassini has gone by the end of September or October like the end of September and or then, October then, then Yeah, leave Rangers with all the signings that aren't, his, that aren't the next manager's signings and then. I, I, don't, I just don't get why we went for Cassini you know who I would have went for Denny McInnes that's who I, I would have went for right and I was like okay like, Pedro Cassini know nothing about him I'm willing to give him a chance and let's look at what he's done so far. Um, we lost 5-1 to Celtic Ibrox. Went out of the Scottish Cup semi-final. We lost to Aberdeen uh, Ibrox for the first time in about 26 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the result last night to Progress uh, getting beat 2-1 in aggregate. Um, just not good enough. And I said in the podcast, uh, like I think it was in the last episode of the season, I've not, I've yet to see, since Christina's came in, I've yet to see a good performance from the first minute to the last. I've not seen that one shit. And uh, and like, it, but I see the signings he's made, like I was happy that right away, as soon as the season ended, we made signings straight away and I was like, okay, that's what I wanted. I don't know anything about them, but well not to give them a chance. Dalso I know it's two games, right, and people might be thinking, Oh, you're being a bit harsh, Scott. I don't care. Right. We Rob Funny his part time side last night. Dalso couldn't even get past uh, part time defenders. He couldn't even do that. Dalso was why I don't know, um, Herrera. Uh, I don't know. I've I don't heard, know. I've
1: heard reports that some people were saying that they don't understand that signing. Like there was Mexican football people, like Mexican football pundits were saying, I don't understand why Rangers have went for him. There's probably about yeah I ten d- other Mexican strikers. Yeah. Than him.
0: Some of the other foreigners, I'm like, okay, I'll give him my chance. But Dalso my mind is made up. I don't care when it says Dalso was simply not good enough. Uh, I see my favourite Josh Windass is still there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. he's terrible. Um. I was going to say Andy Hardy's way to Azerbaijan mm-hmm. um, I can understand why everyone's like that's very bizarre going to Azerbaijan but I can understand it though they's thinking right if I go to Azerbaijan and if Pedro Cassini's still in charge if I play well in Azerbaijan I might be in Pedro Cassini's plans for next season so I see this as, he's probably seen that as a good opportunity and, uh, like, I hope he, hope he like, does well for himself, but I wouldn't want to see him back in the Rangers jersey again. And we're watching Sky Sports News right now, and Graham Dorens is in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. as we speak. So that's a very good sign in 1.5 million, I think it is. Graham Dorans, I'm very. that's kind of cheer me up a bit. John James, want to make it at like Graham Dorans? I think that's a fantastic sign.
1: Uh, uh, see, the, my only issue is, like, uh, Graham Dorans is a good sign, but surely someone's got to go, because that's she's now have Dorens. Carlos Pena, I think, it is Carlos Pena, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlos Pena, uh, yeah, I Brian think, Jacks, Carlos Penner, yeah, Pena, Jacks, yeah, Pena, Jordan Rossiter, Nico Cranshaw, and, Halliday, uh, not Halliday, um, Windus,
0: yeah, I think you Windus, do
1: do not, you do not need that many midfielders,
0: I hope, Cassini gets rid of Windus, if um, playing, if, I really from, do, if you're talking about
1: formation, Rangers are playing a four two three one. 2 3
0: you only need two, you need about, I'd say you need, four, four sets yeah. for cover, see for uh, the midfield, um, I would like to see, if I were just say we're playing a four two three one, I would have Graham Dorrans and Jordan Rossiter. That's what I would have. Then maybe have Ryan Jack rotate or like whatever. Then have Cranshaw maybe attacking mid. Or if you want to put, uh, if you take Cranshaw off or Cranshaw gets injured, put Graham Dorrans attacking mid. Then obviously Ryan Jack and Rossiter in the midfield. Um, yeah, Graham are a, a fantastic signing. Bags of Premier League experience. Um, Scott, Scotland international, he's a Rangers fan, so he's going to be expecting high standards from the players around him, and he's, he knows he knows what it's all about. So, yeah, I'm very happy with that signing, and obviously Bruno Alves is still to come back, and, oh God, man, I wonder, wonder what Bruno Alves will be thinking right now. wonder what Alves will be thinking. <laughs> You're about.
1: looking at the causes in these
0: contracts. <laughs> uh, Alves, oh, that's a good signing, on no? traffic. Um Yeah, but, I think- honestly, simply, it's just... Simply not good enough. I, I still I, I was I was like the whole night. It just put me in a downer the whole night. I was I was just in a rotten rotten mood. Yeah. I, mean, I think all that's left for
1: the the, the Euro Roundup is. All the transfers. P- potential opponent, The only round the, for the Euro Roundup think the only teams that are left. It was obviously Celtic and Aberdeen. They haven't played it. I mean, all you can really say about that is Celtic are confirmed. They're playing Linfield. Yeah. Which would be interesting, but ultimately I see Celtic. So. Hammering them. Uh, and then you've got Aldeen who they don't even know who they're playing yet, they're pl- I think Al are playing either some Bosnian side or or Dabassi from Kazakhstan. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be a trip you to avoid. But Bosnian side are one win- winning two 0 So, mm-hmm. but from the first leg, so yeah. yeah. That's all you can really
0: say about the Euro Roundup. Yeah. I saw so I was I don't know, I'm just as I've said many times, I'm just speechless after last night and uh, that's, uh, that's Rangers European run, Pfft. over, over in July, <laughs> over in July it's, uh, I'll say it like, Rangers fans are just, I we're just immune to it now, that's what we are, we're immune to these kind of results, I thought when we're losing to teams in League 2, League 1, all these part time sides like Alawa, um, Peterhead, Head, all those horrible, 4-4 t- four, four, all these. No, that's a bit hard seeing all these horrible teams like, these part time teams that we should be beating, no disrespect we absolutely of course we should be beating these sides i thought i'd seen it all but i think this one tops the list and rangers fans have been through oh i don't think any other club has been through what our club has been through (laughs) yeah i think that's safe to say so that's uh, pretty much it for uh, the europa league roundup um Rangers lost. Cassinha is on borrowed time. Pressure is on. Rangers and lost. St. John from and, and It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. So, Kassina needs to get a grip. He needs to get a grip. So, let's move to the transfers. Um, obviously, Jason Cummings will be at Nottingham mm-hmm. Forest. I've seen John Hartsman is very critical of Neil Lennon. Uh, saying that if Neil Lennon wants to do well, at Hibs, he should not be getting rid of his best players. not it's
1: not Neil Lennon's hands. Neil Lennon... Neil, I know the manager probably gets consulted, but if Neil Lennon says no,
0: and then, uh, well, Dempster Dempster's like, well, it's happening. And um, then Ka- can't stop it. Uh, Kyle Lafferty at the Hearts. Uh, so was a, uh, a wee bit of story here. So, Kyle Lafferty was at Ten Castle, mm-hmm. obviously talking to Hearts. Then, Hibbs were interested. They were trying to hijack the deal. And obviously, Lafferty chose hearts oh. over Hibs yeah and you've got an interesting story about that uh, well obviously well, I, I was actually speaking to my dad
1: about this it was him that informed me that Kyle Lafferty actually belongs to an agency that uh, obviously it isn't just, football isn't just like one agent anymore it's like obviously companies and su- such but well, Kyle Lafferty is of the belief that he has one agent and that one agent is obviously someone he's worked with for a long time and then what's happened is the agency's become aware that Hibs are interested so then they've sent, an- they've sent another agent out to speak to Hibbs and Lafferty's expected over and he's like, Oh, we're we're over in whatever Hibbs train and then Lafferty's like, Oh, alright but then Lafferty's no showed so he's left his his company agent over there but then you've got his actual agent who he considers his agent still at Tynecastle and then he signed the contract at Tynecastle and then then sp- then came the article about laughing. Okay, Lafferty stands up Hibbs when in actual fact it was never in any doubt. I don't I don't think it was in any Consideration that he was going to sign
0: for I think he always knew he was saying. I not imagine Kyle Lafferty playing under Neil Lennon. That was just it's a weird dramatic. dynamics, a weird uh, it, sight. It
1: is, it is odd. I wouldn't imagine that Kyle Lafferty would play for Neil Lennon because Neil Lennon's managed a team against Kyle Lafferty. So, and I imagine he still has fond memories of Kyle Lafferty's antics on the pitch when he
0: dived all the time. <laughs> yes. I have to admit, just that. That video, I know it's it was obviously it's not the right thing to do. Probably one of the uh, more. I, I, I love I, that. I love that video where the wee guy. just Oh no, you see. Uh, it's uh, it like well, didn't even touch Lafferty, and but we're talking about. I, uh, watched, the, this game, t- I watched this game live. Yeah. And well, just so we like the listeners know, they were talking about the headbutt from I think it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine season. Yeah. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine season. Yeah, Charlie where Charlie Gru, and Lafferty were like effectively like nose to nose and. Lafferty dived and was pretending that Mulgrew headbutted him and Mulgrew got sent off. And yeah. you see the fans behind them all pointing. And they're like, whoa, we just touched him and red card. Did not touch you him? You
1: actually see
0: Mulgrew's face. Mulgrew turns out like, are you kidding <laughs> and, on? I've not, I've not touched him here. And just to make it even oh, and, just I, to, just to just to make it even worse, right after it, Lafferty, it, it was wink, then he's like, wank. oh, to, touching his head, like, oh, I'm all right, I'm all right. Oh.
1: Is, I'm, I've never forgiven him for that. And I, I think he's going to get a very
0: warm reception when he comes to Buteaudry. That's that's for sure. But uh, have you noticed all the, the players that left Rangers five years ago? Like the, the some all see like the ones that left, have said, "Oh, we're going on to bigger and better things." So only one that's actually went on and done for, really well for himself, Stephen Davis. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are. I think Steven Smith is. I think. I would argue yeah. Steven
1: Smith He did. He did make a good go of it. Like you, obviously, earned, he earned a move moved to. Everton. Everton. Yeah. So he earned, he earned his He's. He's moved, but. I mean Smith Can I? is he's he's a he's a poor player now. He, he's lost. He's lost the he's lost what pace he had, and he's just.
0: Yeah, and look at Smith, He's coming crawling back to Scottish football.
1: Tracked to his statement, so he regrets calling Rangers a new club, and he's like, you may as well just sign a put a post-it note on your forehead saying, please sign me, Rangers. Yeah,
0: so exactly. I find that funny though. Know, five years ago, when Rangers were at rock bottom. They all left they was high and dry. Now they're at rock bottom. They're like Rangers, can we come back? And no chance. I don't
1: think Whitaker. I don't think he's at rock bottom. I don't think
0: Whitaker went down England. and done not poor. I don't
1: think he's he's not groveling as such. I mean, nah, he's meant
0: to be going back to Hibs apparently. it would be a decent signing for him. I n- I never like Whitaker. Uh, see when uh, McCoy's took over and we offered Whitaker uh, like a six year deal. I was like, why? And we gave him like even more money. I was like, that Whitaker does not deserve this. Whitaker was never a great player for us. I'll never forget that goal, though, against uh, Sport Lisbon. And it just shows you, it's like, you remember that goal where Whitaker was running I clean through? Oh, of course, of course you mean. But Whitaker was running clean through, had two players alongside him, and then I remember watching him just like, pass it, pass it! And then he would just score himself and he scored. And then, yeah, I remember that. would was uh, Whitaker's best moment at Rangers, but he was never a great player uh, for Rangers. Um, yeah, so Whitaker's meant to be going to Hibs, apparently. Um, Lafferty's obviously at Hearts, Maloney, Maloney, Sean Maloney, yeah.
1: Maloney's, apparently, there's a hold. There's a hold up that he's a, uh, he's disclosed uh an a niggling injury uh-huh. you know, that he has. So hence why wouldn't postponed, the the medical. But apparently, Aberdeen are willing to wait for Maloney until he, he until he he feels that he can take the medical. First team player. Uh, he's a good player to have around, but I wouldn't put him in the first team. He's a good sub. I think he'd be a good. I still, I still think Maloney could do a job in the Premier League. I just think that he, he couldn't last every game, and with the depth we have, we're signing. Obviously, we've got Greg. We've got Greg Stewart. Obviously, Stevie May's linked there as well. We've got players like Christie, eh, Tansy, Shinny Maloney doesn't need to play every game. Maloney could come on as a sub, and he could play his part. What do you make of? Um, see, uh, Greg Stewart. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good signing for Aberdeen. I, mean, I mean, it's a very good sign for Aberdeen. I mean, he's showed that Albert he's showed He showed at Dundee. He's got he's got
0: talent. How much is it? Well, no, how much did the Aberdeen Titans shoot up for? We've got him on loan. On oh, no, loan, sorry? A, se- a season-long loan. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: But apparently the loan deal is with a view of Allardyne can permanently buy him at the end of the season. But obviously we don't. Uh, that's the rumour. Allardyne have apparently signed him with a view of a permanent deal. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I mean, going from where we were a few weeks ago when everyone was panicking about not having Hayes or McGinn... Uh, we were just in seemingly turmoil where our manager was going to now we have f- at least four very good midfielders in the squad. Our manager staying. Carrie Arneson's linked to our return. The prod well I was about to say prodig was on there. Uh, abso- absolutely love love Arneson. As you've said about Bruno Alves, Carrie Arneson played every game for Iceland at the Euros. Man marked <laughs> Ronaldo. I'd take him back in the heart
0: an absolute heartbeat. Uh but um <coughs> see um who else? Let me just get some of the signs up. Um, b- 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 um, Party, uh, what was that? I think okay, Perry Kitchen, sorry. Perry Kitchen? Perry Kitchen. He's, he's went to Randers.
1: Randers He's only, he's only 25. 25, an American international, and in Hartford letting him go speak to Randers in Denmark. I just don't understand that. Yeah. who do you
0: think. Uh, At the like,
1: same time, they brought in a lot of players, so they might be thinking. Yeah, well, how
0: do you think? Um, I was about to say there about Hearts this season. Some of the are made. Do you think well? Ian Caffrey obviously brought in. Christopher Bell, Lafferty, mm-hmm. and a few others. It's going to be like Caffrey knows he needs to start mm-hmm. the season well. If he doesn't, he's he's a he's a goner yep. to say the least. And uh, just so we'll finish off some of the transfers here. Uh, John Baird to Falkirk I think that's a a, a a pretty no. Sorry, John Baird to Inverness. Inverness, sorry, yeah, left to go to if, Inverness. If
1: Inverness come up, he isn't coming up with them.
0: No, John but Baird's a he's a journeyman. He's a a really good championship player. He's got bags of experience. Journeyman, and he can get you. He, know he obviously can score goals. So I think it's a pretty good signing is for there is it, in, Inverness.
1: Is there also some Dutch boys? Uh, Seed- uh, what was it? Seedorf. Aye, Seedorf. Aye. Not Clarence, but it's a Seedorf <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there is a relation, but if he's, in, he's even half as good as the. <laughs> yeah. If he's even a quarter as good as Cl- Clarence Seedorf Off, then Inverness will be coming up. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Dundee United also signed uh, Tam Scoey mm-hmm. from St Johnson. So they, uh, they seem to be adding. Ross County signed Mickelson. Uh, Remember him from uh, Dundee United last season? big tall yeah, yeah. I don't I don't understand that sign. I don't understand why Ross County have signed a guy who couldn't cut it at Dundee United in the Championship and now signed him for a team in the Premier League don't uh, understand it's
0: it speaking at Dundee United uh, Ray McKinnon are you surprised he's still there?
1: no I'm not surprised no, man. I think Ray McKinnon I think Ray McKinnon I see I don't even dislike Ray McKinnon but I think Ray McKinnon realistically last season he lost near enough half a squad mm-hmm. so he, he had to bring in and it was probably expected that Dundee United wouldn't go straight up because of they're bringing in all these New no players, but this season he's if he, he's kept the bulk of the players he actually wants to keep, uh-huh. uh, and he's obviously bringing in his own players. That uh, James Keaton's a very good signing. Scobie's a decent signing.
0: That's a that's a Premier League signing. Well, then again, though, right? See, me look at uh, James Keaton, he wasn't all that great for Hearts and Hibs. He got plenty of games, and he didn't score enough goals. considering well, the amount of games he played didn't get enough well, goals. I think that's
1: the problem he's having. To Hibs. He was a, he was an impact sub
0: at Hibs. I would say his First team games. You, I think Keaton's is more suited for the Championship but Premiership no I don't think so I
1: think he'll score goals in the Dundee United team because he's going to get regular game time but I don't think he could cut it in the Premier League I think he's another player if he didn't come up with Dundee United like he hasn't came up with Hibs and Hearts then realistically he doesn't want to come up <laughs> because he never came up with Hamilton either he never came up with Hamilton he never came up with Hearts he's, he's not came up with Hibs if Dundee United go up again this season and he doesn't come up then <laughs> yeah <laughs> what can you really say <laughs> mm-hmm but ah uh, exactly eh, for the Fissle fans as well Addy Aziz mm-hmm. to Cambridge yeah I, I still I can't believe un- that though an undisclosed fee so no. apparently someone's actually paid for this boy yeah
0: I, no the thing I can't believe though is I think it was Liam Boyce going to Burton I no, just no. I just don't But I can't get my head around that as I
1: said we've just lost the the boy who scored the most goals in the Premier League to Burton Albion.
0: Of all teams Burton I, Albain, I, feel like,
1: I. I feel like if Rangers or Aberdeen or even Hawks or Hibs had shown a bit of interest. I think obviously English football is a lot of money. I think any of those clubs could have outmuscled Burton Albion though. Yeah. I mean Burton Albion aren't a uh, uh, fair enough. They just got promoted to the Championship, so they will have money from getting promoted from League One. But they're not. They're not. They're already favourites for relegation. <laughs> so they're the early. They're the early favourites for relegation. Fair enough. He's get. apparently. He was apparently. Uh, Obviously,
0: it'll be in it. it be like twice apparent, the money he was getting at county. He was apparently
1: instructed by Michael O'Neill to take that move to Burton Albion. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand this. Uh, uh, Michael. Michael O'Neill has been champion at the bit to get back into Scottish football anyway, and I don't understand why he's in, he's instructing one of the top goal to go to Burton Albion when he, when if you if if Liam Boyce had shown even a minuscule amount of interest in signing for any team in Scotland, they would have been looking at it, I'm with exception of Celtic obviously, if any other teams in the top six had been alerted that he was
0: Yeah. Like at available? It off, yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure the two, all the City clubs would have been interested.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because like I said many times, I would take Liam Boyce, he's a goal scorer and that's what we're severely lacking right now. Um, so I think that's pretty much it, yep. John James. Another pod in the can, <laughs> the first hopefully one of the new hopefully season.
1: Hopefully it'll, it'll keep going right up until the start of the domestic season. Cause I don't know if we'll cover the Betfred Cup. I don't know if we'll cover the group stages.
0: Maybe just regular. Maybe just regular. We might. We might. We wait and see. We wait and see how we feel. But John James, a pleasure as always. Thank you for being on. And until next time, guys. uh, We'll see you soon.